Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christopher Hall Show. I'm excited to welcome the program, Dr. Christopher Hall. Dr. Hall, how, how are you? Thank you for your service. And it's great that we understand this, uh, the challenges you have on the front lines every day as the virus just keeps growing and growing. Thank goodness there's a vaccine. We know you're right about that, Neil, that, that the vaccine is, is um, uh, you know, certainly reality and distribution will, will occur soon. And uh, but again, you know, this this whole COVID virus, one of the, actually one of the worst things is that it's actually displacing patients who have other illnesses. And so we can't even find room for people who have uh, other illnesses that need to be in other hospitals because the COVID virus is filling everything up. But uh, either way, I'm very excited about the guest that we have today. All right. Introduce him. I'm excited, too. Well, no problem. Well, you know, it's my, my great honor uh, to uh, introduce an individual um, who is very talented, um, a director, an actor, um, and um, I'd like to welcome to the show today, uh, Mr. Tucker Lewis. Welcome to the show, Tucker. Hi. How you doing, guys? We're doing great, Tucker. Thanks for stopping by, uh, for sure, and Chris will just start hammering some questions out to find out about your career. So go ahead. Go ahead, Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, shoot me. Go ahead. Oh, well, no problem. No problem. You know, um, I, I guess, you know, uh, this, you know, we're seeing you most recently in the undoing, but you know, you've got a long history of being an actor and director. And so tell us a little bit about how you got into acting and uh, why you made that choice. Yeah. And so let's see, I've been, um, I've been acting now for about 10 years professionally. I actually feel like I, I started, uh, a little later in life. I didn't really get into, uh, performing and acting until I was in college when I was about 20. Uh, I was going to school in University of Colorado and uh, I I'd stopped playing uh, sports, which was like my main thing. I was a big jock when I was younger, played football, rugby, but I was, I was tired of getting hurt. So I wanted to find another outlet. <laughs> and uh, I picked up, uh, I picked up, started taking acting classes and I caught the bug right away and I just never turned back from there. And, um, you know, I, I ended up moving to New York uh, after I graduated there, and I've been uh, in, living in New York now for seven years. Uh, went to school there, went to a conservatory program where I, I studied acting uh, for two years. Took a full-time program. Which ba you're basically there five days a week, eight, ten hours a day. It's like a full-time job, which really kind of solidified uh, my confidence as an actor. It made me feel much more capable of working as a professional. And, um, and I've kind of been hustling ever since, uh, I live in Brooklyn now and, um, I've been doing theater and some television and some film here and there and, uh, creating my own work as well. And about, it's funny, it's actually been like 18 months since over 18 months since I actually shot the undoing, but, um, it just came out now and, uh, yeah, it's been a huge, it's been a huge hit. And it's been it's been incredible to be a part of to finally be a part of like a show that's like really popular that people are responding to, uh, and it's been it's been really nice the the response I've been getting from people for that. It's it's interesting when you talk about awesome. you know, doing the grind and everything. Let's talk a little bit about the Undoing. Tell us about the show. Yeah, so the Undoing is based off a book. I believe it's called "You Should Have Known." The original title. And um, it's about a, it's a murder mystery, psychological thriller. Uh, and it's got some big stars, Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. 
And it's basically this, this young woman who's kind of this femme fatale who's introduced in the beginning of the show. She winds up being murdered and people uh, in this family are being accused of the murder. Right. And now we're trying to figure out who actually did it. Right. <clears throat> and it takes place in the Upper East Side, New York. It's by the uh, creator, David E. Kelly, who was responsible for Big Little Lies. Very similar style of show. But rather than in California, this one's in Upper East Side, New York, among the uber rich. So that's like a big theme. Like these super rich people are so used to getting what, what, what they want. And finally, as things start to come undone, uh, they're all kind of the truth kind of is revealed and their true selves are, are revealed. Interesting, Chris. All right, uh, Dr. Holmes. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting, you know, and uh, so, wow. So now, uh, how do you think, now what's the, is that your favorite kind of role? I mean, that uh, sounds a, a lot like crime, mystery, drama. Or is there a different type of acting role you think that you <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh when i first started out i uh i was actually going in for a lot of like a lot of good guys a lot of uh cops and lawyers and stuff like that and uh I, as i've gotten older and evolved uh grew my grew my facial hair out too i have a beard i i and and with the with the social and political climate the way it is uh and as a young, tall white man, I all I only tend to go out for the bad guys now. <laughs> Tends to be the popular, uh, the theme in uh, pop culture right now. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the white guys, especially the young white guys who don't aren't necessarily established already, they get I'm getting cast as all the uh, all the bad guys. And I don't know if it's the if it's society or maybe it's me, but uh, yeah, I guess people see me as the as the um, the drug addict or the drug dealer or, or the rapist or the, <laughs> all of the above. It seems to be the, the popular choice for me nowadays. Pretty funny. Yeah, I actually really like, right. no, I was gonna say, I actually really like playing those characters because who doesn't like playing the bad guy? It's a lot of fun. Exactly. There's it, no, no rules. It's fun. Cause in my former days as a professional wrestler, I love playing the bad guy. I don't want to ever be the baby. Yeah. Guy. The bad guy is the best because you get to be something you're not. If you're a bad guy and you're an acting and you become a good guy, then that's kind of, I guess, the best uh, change in role. But you really can kind of get out of your shell. You can see how you can upset people and anger them, you know, behind in front of their watching in the screen. So describe your current character now in The Undoing versus some of the other mm -hmm. characters you played. Uh, okay. Well, I play Lionel Wilcox in The Undoing, and uh, you know I'm only I'm in one I'm in one episode, so it's uh, technically uh, a co-starring guest starring role. I'm not sure what you really call it, but uh, but it was a, a one episode, but I got to do two scenes with Hugh Grant. One of them being a really kind of powerful scene within the show, and um, um, basically Lionel Wilcox is in prison with uh, Hugh Grant's character. And uh, he's kind of uh, infamous for um, being part of this murder case, this investigation. So everyone kind of knows who he is. And um, <laughs> I see him in there and I want to get to know him. I want to talk to him, maybe even get his autograph. You never know. It might be worth something down the road. And uh, I basically approach him and 
things don't go as planned. He's a little standoffish. Uh, I am a little antagonistic. And uh, we end up getting in a little bit of a scuffle, let's just say. <laughs> things go down in the prison yard. And, uh, you know, what really is, and my character's purpose in the show really is, is uh, he's there to, sh- to kind of show the possibility of Hugh Grant's character doing something violent because he's supposed to be this great guy, this uh, cancer doctor for children, right? Uh, I can't remember what you call that, but, but uh, you know, he's yeah. saving children's lives. So oncologist. Yeah. <laughs> yes, pediatric oncologist, exactly. Yeah, you would know. Thank you, doctor. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, and yeah, so he's supposed to be incapable of violence, but there's this, there's this violent moment that happens in prison and it kind of maybe changes the audience point of view. Like, oh, maybe he is capable of, of doing violence. And I kind of bring that out of him, right? Um, so my, my character is very antagonistic. And, um, you know, some of the other characters I play, I play, I just actually did a short film that I wrote and directed myself where I play a, a drug dealer who's, uh, I like to describe him as a drug dealer with a, a heart of gold because he, even though he's, he's doing something illegal, he actually cares about the people that he's actually selling to, which is a little bit of a contradiction. Um, but I think, you know, I, I've, I've met a lot of people like that and it's not, not all people who do something bad are always uh, bad all, all the way through. They're, they often care about certain people in their lives. And I find that, that interesting to find, you know, where, where in their life do they do the bad things and where in their life do they do the, the the good thing and how can you how can you bring that out in a story and and make make a full character out of that i always find that very fascinating so i always look for characters that kind of have both sides uh, that's my goal i love that and i want to still act dr hall do you want to hear this i'm 47 <laughs> I'm a former professional i want to act and i was uh talking to my office manager about that i said you know part of my goals is to return to the ring one more time Especially mm-hmm. now I made it through COVID, right? No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know if I have it yet. But meaning now I'm ready to, uh, in 2021, uh, to hit the ring again. But I really want to act at one point. I'm a six foot ten legitimate. And I know that those taller characters are difficult to find. So especially they have the ability already to act. So that's something Heck. In, in the woodwork and, you know, and you just don't give up in your age and go for it. All right, Dr. Hall. Heck yeah, question. man. Wait, wait, no. Did you say you're 6'10"? Yes, I'm 6'10". Dang, man. You're a big boy. And you're a director too. So <laughs> you about it and say, when I have something written for you, Neil, I'll give you a call. For sure. And I, I did read about you uh, wrestling in the past, so uh, um, I'm going to definitely have to check out your your, your old stuff. If, uh, if there's anything out there I can see, I'd love there's to see that. There's still some stuff uh, out there, kind of, you can read the bio, but I have unfinished business in the ring. And uh, uh, There we go. Yeah, exactly. You got to somehow, you make it through 2020, you got to look at 2021 in that way. All right, Dr. Hall, next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's just... It's so exciting. Yeah, you know, well, well that's the thing, you know, because, I mean, kind of what you're saying, too, you know, it's like, look, when I was younger, that was one of my first aspirations, too. Hey, I want to be an actor. And I mean, I think much acting classes and all the whole high school acting thing. But the fact is this, you know, Tucker can tell us the real deal. I mean, getting into acting is not something that's easy. 
And um, it takes a certainly um, a, a huge amount of talent, skill, communication, know-how. And um, and so we say a lot of different things in college, like Tucker studied some college, I did, you did. But, you know, um, anyone, uh, I guess, who have those skills can, can probably be successful. Is that true, Tucker? Or what, what do you think? I mean, what's it like trying to make it in Hollywood? That's what we want to know. We know it's not easy. So you tell us. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I know a lot of really talented people uh and i know some untalented people too and it's funny because some of the uh most talented people i know never work and some of the least talented people i know actually work quite a lot um will they have long lasting careers that people remember and uh, you know, admire and that actually affects them. Eh, maybe not. Will they make a living? Maybe. Um, but they're working. Um, and then this, on the other hand, my other, my really talented friends, um, there seems, there seems to be a lot of, um, you know, when, when it comes to someone who's really creative, I find it's really hard for those people, a lot of those people to also be very uh, focused a lot of the time and be very good at de dealing with the business part of entertainment. And then there is, it is show business, right? I always say that there is a business part of it and you have to be able, be able to balance both because the, if you're, if you're so talented, but no one ever knows, no one ever sees you, no one ever knows who you are and you're not, actually marketing yourself properly and getting yourself out there, then you're never going to give yourself, you're never going to get a chance, you know? And, and, and the people who, who are really good at that stuff, they at least, they at least get seen and then their talent may not be able to back it up, but they, there's something to be learned from that. And finding that balance of, of both um, professionalism and commitment to the craft and the business that you're, you put, you've chosen to go into uh, and then also being able to express your talent and 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 let people see that um, when when the time you know when it's time to play when you get the audition or you get the part and you gotta you gotta show everyone you're capable of doing it because it, it's one thing being talented in your in you know in your bedroom with your friends and stuff it's another thing do, showing up and doing it when they ask you to do it too right that's a whole other thing being able to do it when the when you know when the bell rings when the gun goes off, being able to perform. Um, so I think what it really comes down to, what I'm trying to say is um, um, persistence, like not, not quitting, you know, you got to keep, yeah. keep grinding and, and having a sense of what people are asking of you in this business and being able to provide that to them, right? Being able to, you know, market yourself properly and show up on time and do all those things that normal jobs have. Right. Um, but a lot of creative people don't think about all the time. It's not easy. It's really not easy. You know, and it's, it's true. It's, it's not easy. And it's, it's the luck of the draw It's who, you know, in so many ways too. Can I, can I tell you guys a story actually? Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, so for this job, for the undoing, I think this might be able to explain it actually, uh, what I'm trying to say. 
Um, I auditioned for the part. It was a self tape. Okay. I sent the tape in from my apartment. I went on vacation with my dad to go skiing. Okay. It was the first vacation I'd gone on in like five years because I'd been grinding for so long. I was super excited to go skiing. I hadn't skied in five years. I'd done it my whole life. Um, while on vacation, I in skiing, I decided to uh, take some risk and jump off a cliff uh, because that's what I used to do when I was younger. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's only been five years. I can still do it. Needless to say, I, I jump off the cliff. I tear my ACL. I didn't land right. It hurt. Right. I can barely walk. I get back home a couple of weeks go by. I haven't gotten an MRI yet because, uh, I haven't, I, haven't, I wasn't able to schedule it. But during that time, I get a call. Hey, you're up for this. You're up for this part. They liked your tape. It's between you and one other guy. So I'm thinking, oh, wow, this is great. Um, but I also just injured myself really badly. I can barely walk. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Another week goes by. I get a call. They tell me I didn't get the part. The other guy got the part. I was really bummed out about it. But I was also kind of relieved. I was like, dang, I, that's too bad I didn't get it. But I also, like, I don't have to worry about my knee at least right now. I'm trying to perform with my, my messed up knee. I get a call the next morning from my manager saying, hey, the guy who they picked can no longer do it for whatever reason. I don't know the reason, but he can't do it. You got the part. So I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed, actually, because I know it's a scene with Hugh Grant's character. I know it's an HBO show. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. This is amazing. <laughs> um, this guy, for whatever reason, didn't do it. Can't, can't do it. What I'm talking about, he, I don't know if he had a better opportunity or he wasn't there, but you know, he missed up on it and now it's mine because I was there and I was willing to do it. But then I remembered, oh crap, I have my knee injury. Uh, I hope this doesn't get in the way. Now, when I auditioned for it, there, there wasn't this big fight scene in the audition. It was just like a punch. But when I get the script that night, there's this whole elaborate fight scene written into the script. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't I know how I'm going to do this. Like I'm sure they'll have stunt guys and stuff, but like I, I I'm injured. Like, I don't know if I can do this all, all this fight stuff, but I told myself this, I had this moment where, I, where I'm, I'm sitting at home. I'm, I'm getting picked up in the, in the morning. I barely had any time to prepare. They were shooting the next day. And I'm thinking, man, this is my big chance. Like I, I'm going to be doing a scene with a movie star. I'm going to be on HBO. I know I have this injury, but, and I need to be on screen as long as possible. I need to get my face on there as much as I possibly can, because I want people to see this. I want people to know that I can, I'm, I can do this and I'm good. So I told myself I was going to do everything I, 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 I possibly could. And I wasn't going to, you know, what's out, I guess you could call it. And I was going to suck it up and, and do whatever I had to do to, to be on set and be on camera as much as I possibly could. So I get there the next day and I told the, the production assistant who met me on set um, that I would like to go rehearse uh, the fight scene if, they're, if the stunt guys are around. And they're like, he's like, oh yeah, they're actually rehearsing right now. Uh, we weren't, you didn't need to be there, but if you want to go ahead. So I go out of my way to go rehearse with the stunt guys, uh, not because anyone asked me to, but because I wanted to. I'm, I introduce myself to the stunt guys. 
Uh, I let them know I have some stunt experience. I'm, I have athletic background. I've done some fight training before, so I'd like to participate in the rehearsal for the stunts, uh, for the fight scene. And they, they're like, okay, sure. They kind of show me what they're doing. They let me, they let me uh, participate in the rehearsal. They kind of see I can handle myself. Uh, and they're like, cool. So we'll, depending on what the director wants, we'll let them know that you're willing to do your own fight scene. And I'm like, great but my knees still, and I didn't really know what was wrong with it at the time. Cause I hadn't gone to the doctor. I assumed I had torn something, but I wasn't sure. So I didn't want to say anything, you know, and, and lose the opportunity. But I, I took my, the guy who was my stunt guy, uh, Ben. And I told Ben, I was like, Hey, my knee's been hurting me. I think I heard it last week. Um, you know, is there something we can do about that? And he offered to wrap it up. So he wrapped my knee up real tight and it felt a little better. And I, I put it under my pants. So no one could see the wrap. And, when the director showed up, Susanna Beer, by the way, who at the time, I didn't really know much about her because I didn't even have time to research her because everything happened so quickly. She shows up. She's a very, um, she's a very intense Danish, I think Israeli woman, um, fantastic director, um, even though I didn't know much about her at the time. But I, I, I knew she was good because she was on this big show with Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. I meet Hugh Grant. I meet Susanna. Uh, and um, I know I'm not her first choice. Okay. I know I'm not her first choice. So I know I, in a way I have to prove something. I have to show her that I'm capable of doing this. Now, she looks me up and down and she immediately says, you look too clean to play this drug addict. He's supposed to be all drug, drugged out on crack or whatever. We need to make you look more like a drug addict, right? More strung out. So they immediately send me to the, the makeup and trailer and they put cuts all over my face and bruises and then blacken my teeth and dirty my clothes and grease my hair up and stuff. And it was funny because when they, when, while they were doing that, that's actually when I discovered the character because I, I started to look in the mirror. I'm like, Oh, I actually look real gross, real grimy and real disheveled. This guy is not in a good place. He, he's not doing well. So whatever is going on in his life, I need to be able to, to, to find that internally and, and, and show that on screen. So I was able to find that through the makeup, which was nice. But I get back on set, right? And Susanna's happy with the way I look now. And I'm starting to get into character. And we start to rehearse again, all right? And when we get to the, the fight portion, I, I'm standing next to Susanna, the director. And I tell her, I say, Susanna, uh, I'd like to be able to do my own stunts, if that's okay. Uh, and she kind of gives me this suspicious look. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, I look her straight in the eye. And I say, yeah, I can do my own stunts. I'd like to do them. I rehearse with the stunt guys. I can do it. And I look her dead in the eye. And she goes, okay, sure, go ahead. You can do it. And, you know, it's a big scene. There's a lot of people around, a lot of extras, probably like 20, 30 extras there. There's, a, you know, another 20, 30 people on set. It's a big, uh, elaborate scene. There's a lot of people watching. Can't screw up. We rehearse the stunts. I do good. I'm, I'm capable. I can handle myself. I have confidence in my ability to do the stunts. And I show everyone I can do it. We, we start to get in the role. We do the scene. We, we're starting to act. Things are going well. I'm in character. I can tell people like what's going on. It feels good. Everything's going well. All right. Susanna comes up to me later on as we're still doing more takes. And she goes, you know, you don't have to keep doing the stunts. We can get the stunt guy in now. We, I think we got enough of you. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I want to keep doing it. I know this is my one chance to be on screen with Hugh Grant and on HBO. I'm not going to let someone else uh, do my scene and get so they can use the back of their head. You know, <laughs> I want my face to be on there as much as possible. 
So I insist on keep doing it. And she goes, okay, okay, sure, sure. Keep doing it. And I keep doing it. Now I'll wrap the story up. We end the day, we do a couple more, we do another, the other scene. Uh, we do some more takes. It's it's going well. I go back to my makeup trailer, uh, to, to, to change right at the end of the day. And, um, I get a knock on the door. It's the production assistant I had, I had met at the beginning of the day. And he tells me, he says, Hey, Susanna had to run. Cause I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to her. Uh, at the end of the day, she had to run off. She was escorted off to go somewhere else for another location to shoot something. And she, she, he, he says, she sent me to tell you that, um, she wanted to let you know that she thought you did an amazing job. Uh, and I'm not saying this to flatter myself. I'm saying this because first, that's how great of a director Susanna is that she would take the time to like tell a young actor, uh, that he did a good job and like, send, you know, knowing that would mean something to him, but also it did really mean something to me. I, I was really, I was, I was moved by it. I was like, Oh, wow. That's so nice. She didn't have to do that. She didn't have to go out of her way to, to send him here to tell me that like, that was really great. That felt great. And then I Google her on the way home and I find out Susanna has an Oscar for best form of film and an Emmy for directing the television series called the night manager. And I'm like, Oh my God, this woman is, she's at the top of her game. She's, she's amazing. And I just got a compliment from her. And it was partly because I took the risk of, of not only doing these uh, stunts while I'm injured, because I have this you know, knee problem, but I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I did not give an excuse to myself as to why I didn't need to do it. I said, this is my opportunity. I'm going to seize it. And I, I looked her straight in the eye and I told her I wanted to do it and it paid off. Right. And none of those things I had to do, right. Any other person, you could just do the scene and everyone steps in, you know, you don't, but I went out of my way to do these things. And it, for me, little things like that, little moments where you have to, you, you really have to believe in yourself that I'm going to go do these things, even though I'm, I don't, and so I'm not necessarily supposed to, it's not why I got hired. Um, are the things I think people need to do and remember when they're, when they're going through a business like this, you have to take that extra step that extra, um, have that extra drive to really, uh, you know, make something for yourself because people aren't going to just give point. it to you. You have to, you have to take it for yourself. And, um, and, uh, yeah, and that's, that was really, you know, that, that's kind of been my mindset going into this, uh, all the way through. And then the show ends up being a hit and it, it all, it worked out and I, I didn't have to, and I get that's my knee surgery my knee's okay. Everything turned yeah. out. Okay. That's you know what I mean? Play. See, Dr. Holly took the chance. That's important. Yeah. And that's and took the chance. Learn that from Tucker. So now, Dr. Hall, I know you want to summarize Tucker because you're really inspired by uh how guys, you know, in the acting business take any chance possible to get that opportunity. You know what? You're totally right. And you know, and what this story points out, and I'm so happy that uh Tucker Lewis shared this with us. What this points out is that there are certain points in life where, you know, we have to, we have to, some, we have to take the high ground. We have to make difficult decisions. We know what the risks are. Like in his case, the risks are, Hey, I could, I could further destroy my ACL. I could humiliate myself in front of all these actors and from all these people. Um, but 
you have to take that risk, and, and, and that's what's important. That's kind of what we've done as Americans. Go back. Think about D-Day. Okay? Think about the risk that we've had to take there. In this time of COVID, we're taking lots of risk. We've got the new vaccine. Um, and, um, you know, just trusting one another uh, as citizens uh, uh, in this environment. And uh, so, I mean, it's been great just having you here, uh, Tucker, sharing that story with, uh, with the American people about really what it takes, you know, to get ahead. I mean, he's been in business 10 years and he's still telling you, hey, these are the basic things that you have to do uh, if you want to get ahead. And, and, and believing in yourself, working hard, having confidence, and working as a team player. So, wow. Thanks for coming well, on the show I, today, Tucker. Yeah, I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. And I will say this one last thing, too. That if I had known Susanna was a, a famous director, like a, with, a, with an Oscar and an Emmy, I probably would have been a lot more intimidated to, to tell her I wanted to do my own stunts and just to go up to her and look her in the eye and say that. So sometimes uh, it's good not to get in your own head and maybe in no, not know more than you need to yes. about the situation you're getting into because you got to believe in yourself and not necessarily let the other people's accolades kind of uh, make you feel less than, you know what I mean? And I, I know Neil, coming from a background, a uh, wrestling background, I'm sure you had to deal with the, the pain oh, yeah, and injuries oh, all the time. So I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking amazing about. amazing when I look back how I didn't at times when I decided to walk away early. That's why I still have the mm -hmm. legs to come back at 47 because, but I didn't, you know, take all the bumps and the hits. I was there seven, nine years that I had opportunities, but I didn't have the mindset to, to take the chances the Tucker took or to move and understand who I'm working with, what I'm doing. It's all, but it all works out in the long run, but it's something to look mm -hmm. at now, Tucker, other projects really quickly update us the projects and where we can find info on yeah, for sure. Um, right now, the big thing I'm working on is uh, I have developed and written and produced a TV show uh, called Demonetize that we're actually shooting the pilot for next month. And uh, we'll be uh, making that this year uh, and we'll be putting it into festivals and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I would love to come on and talk about that at another time. Absolutely. Uh, it's a show about cancel culture. It's a dark comedy. So, so definitely a different uh, than the undoing, but a very interesting concept we got going. But this is your baby. So where are you looking? This to is my it? baby. Yeah. So it's a movie. This right? is my baby. It's actually a TV show. It's a TV show. And we're, we're filming a half hour pilot. Um, and, and we're looking to, to get it out to, to distribute it by a streaming service. Ideally, we're in talks with a couple of people right now. Uh, no deals yet. So hey, if anyone listening out there wants to, a dark comedy about cancel culture. You let me know. All right. Well, definitely. Uh, sounds interesting. And Tucker, you can follow you on Instagram, right? That's best place or where the best where's best. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram's great at the Tucker Lewis. All right. Well, fantastic. Tucker. Thank you. And Dr. Hall, great show. Very motivating for no us. Thank you. Dealing with these, uh, challenging times to have Tucker tell us, go for it, go after it. And everyone needs to go after it. And I'll just keep plugging away. A lot of us are going to be locked in our houses, even if we didn't want to be uh, for the next month and a half. So be ready, figure out your next opportunity and go for it. So I appreciate you guys both coming by. That's right. You never know what could happen. Thanks, Thanks a lot, guys, for having me. I appreciate it. All right. That was the Dr. Christopher Hall show, guys. Take care, guys.